Well, in the old days, we had a segment that we called uh, Where in the World is Jay Booksbaum? I never thought that uh, two days before Pesach we'd be able to implement it again because Jay, I know for a fact, is not in the New York area. He's somewhere on this globe, and maybe, 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 because of our relationship with our friends at Kedem and Royal Wine, we'll be able to find out where he is spending Erev, Yom Tov, and Yom Tov itself. From the grapevine, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem, he is the one, the only, Jay. Booksbaum. Most people, like last year, find themselves in the same homey, if you get the joke, or the reference, <laughs> homey atmosphere they were in last Pesach. You, in fact, were home last Pesach. But, but... Based on my research over the last couple of days, it sounds like you're doing some traveling for Passover 5781. This is true. This is true. Are you on a program or you're uh, just uh, away from the New York, New Jersey area? We are on a, we are on a, a really interesting and wonderful program. Uh, me and about 200,000 other Jews. <laughs> what do you mean? Here in Orlando. Well, we're here in Orlando, Florida. But we're at a very, very special place here in Orlando, Florida, called Story Lake at a perfect Pesach. And, now, what does that mean? Um, does that mean you're in a hotel? What does that mean? No, no, we're in a home. Yeah, uh, you know, one of these, one of these like resort, uh, resort home things, and they have a, a lazy, lazy river, and they have all kinds of fun stuff to do, and they deliver the food directly to your home. But they have central minyanim, which are COVID. You know, COVID uh, uh, compliant. One and, second, I'm uh, I'm confused. You're in a regular house. Yes. And how are you having a seder? You'll be having a seder in that house. I'm having the seder in this house with now, my own family. Now we've been hearing that people who've been booking in Orlando have been disappointed that their bookings disappeared. Have you been a victim of that? We have not been a victim of that, thank God. And. You know, Brendan and I talked about the fact that if, God forbid, someone desperately needed a place last minute, we'll put them up somewhere. Meaning in Orlando. Yeah, but, you know, keep those cards and letters coming. Jay, does the house come with a pool? Yeah, but it's about the size of, like, three bathtubs. You mean I would not fit in that pool? <laughs> <laughs> you win, but the water wouldn't with you. Jay, <laughs> Jay just makes it. Jay just makes it in the pool. He just gets in there. They squeeze him in there, and he gets to relax for a few hours. All right. Listen to me. Before we get into this whole thing, and yeah. you started with Uncle Maishi and Hirschig and a whole bunch of others. Yeah. Did you ever play the Muasapra Muasapra by the Booksbound Family Choir? You're being serious about this, I guess. Do do you do you have a recording? No, I don't have a recording, but you know everybody says we should. Do why that. don't Why don't you do your kids and grandchildren a favor and get into a studio and just record it? Okay, maybe we'll do that. Yeah, it's a That's good cool. idea. Maybe we'll come to your studio, and probably. then and then I'll think of an excuse why I can't play it on the air once it's recorded. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need an excuse now, but once it's recorded, I'll think of something. <laughs> Uh, so in the last 12 months, you have probably traveled less than any 12 month period during your career at Kedem. Can I assume that 30 more than 35 years? Probably. 
Yeah, it's unbelievable. Sure. I mean, you you're you're on the road. Forget about Florida. You're on the road to you know South America and Europe and Israel and obviously different places in the United States on a regular basis. I mean, what's been happening for twelve months? Are you doing all your sales and presentations via Zoom? Is that what's going on? Yep, yep. There and- was one, only one, and one, and only one. Very interesting long trip that I took, and that was to Dubai. Wow! Right, right after the Abraham Accords. Yeah, we were also we- there, as you remember. Yeah. That's right. That's right. You were there, I think, the week after us, or right. the week before us. I don't remember. Correct. But and um, and we did everything like really scary because it was still, you know, it was still like in the thick of it, right. more or less. But you know, we covered up and we did all the stuff, took the temperatures and took the tests. And I but what was that? Was tests. that was that meetings? Was it an expo? Like what was it? What was in the wine? No, 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 no. We we met with distributors and importers mm. wanted our wine and foods kosher foods and wines. Right. As a matter of fact, this is, and everybody should pray hard because there's a, there's a Jewish community there that we just shipped by air yesterday, literally yesterday, by air, a small batch of Pesach food food products and grape juice. Um, and let's hope it gets there tonight. Yeah, let's hope it gets there tonight is right. Um, all right, so aside from that, you have been doing everything remotely. What Once... Once things get a little bit back more to normal, and I'm hoping that, you know, in the next couple of months we'll be able to say that things are, are really, you know, close to normal, do you think you'll get back on your travel schedule or this whole experience has made you rethink how you're selling and presenting kosher wine? We're definitely gonna we're definitely gonna rethink it to some degree. But I don't you know, as much as I think that, you know, a lot of money can be saved. By doing zooms, there's nothing like yeah. literally prepping. See, that's that's so why see I with with, with people like yourself uh, there are people who keep saying, well, we'll reevaluate, we'll do half and half. I am telling you, you're going to have a 12-month period coming up where you're literally trying to reconnect face-to-face with everybody you've ever yeah. dealt with. And that means a lot, yeah, as I, I said, in Israel, South America, etc. A hundred percent. And it may not start for another two, three, even five months, but when it starts, yeah, I'm gonna, I got to reconnect with these people. And, they, and even though I talk to them all the time, and I Zoom with them all the time, and they're you know, and the orders are coming in, and we're taking care of business. Yeah. It's just not the same. Jay Booksbaum with us, everybody. A couple of pointers that he's going to help us with regarding Erev Pesach. Obviously, a lot of people are going to be shopping for wine today. That's no secret. A lot of people go to the wine store today to pick up bottles that they either need for specific reasons or things that they've heard about and want to try. Um, a couple of things. First of all, in the last 12 months, it, it, are, are there is is there a collection of new wines? Like, I mean, were were the wineries able to produce new items, labels we haven't seen before, despite the whole COVID situation? Or again, you know, for a one year period, this was this was a uh, I don't want to say a drought, but it was you know pretty lacking when it comes to the number of new wines you normally see in this type of period. Yeah, I think the the. Bigger challenge was last year, especially uh, this past year, but only in uh, south south of the globe. Meaning, the, the vintages start in South Africa and Argentina and uh, Venezuela. I'm sorry, Argentina and Chile and New Zealand. Those all those vintages are literally were right in the you know December through let's say the end of January, just like. Because it's flipped here, it's you know July, the end of July through September. There, it's it's flipped because it's the you know right. it's the 
summer is, summer is is winter winter is summer. So there we skip vintages, whole vintages. Wow. Some countries where, that produce products there. So forget about new there. forget about new wines, you literally skipped vintages and years exactly. of old wines. Wow. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. What happened in Israel? Did did Israel stay on 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 schedule or not? Israel stayed on schedule. Yep. Israel stayed on schedule. I mean, the biggest problem that we had was, like I said, you know, Southern Hemisphere. But the other problem was shipping. Oh, my gosh. The, the, and it continues to this day. The amount of problems that we're having getting product moved right. from Italy to New York to America, from France, from Israel, from South America, yep. or even within America, from our dock in Bayonne, New Jersey, to California or to Texas or whatever. Nice. The amount of trucking it's just it's just been a nightmare jay books battles with us oh sorry yeah yeah go ahead no and also especially and this is a very big challenge in latin america where we do a lot you know a lot of jewish large jewish communities live in latin america argentina and brazil and panama and mexico etc we're having a big problems getting the product from us and from all over the world to their country. So that, those were the biggest problems. Jay Booksbaum's with us. We'll do the sugar conversation and we'll do the alcohol content conversation. Those are the two basic things we always remind people about before Pesach. But, uh, I, I, you know, a lot of people are shopping today. We want You and I always encourage people, even though obviously you have customers, and I'm talking about suppliers and, and, um, and uh, wineries all around the world, as you've just been describing to us. But we do give a little push to wines from Israel. Is there anything that you want to recommend this morning? If someone is going shopping, they want a special wine from Israel for the Seder, what could you recommend? I mean, I'd, I'd prefer it's something you haven't recommended before, but if you want to reiterate something that you've told us in the past, go right ahead. It was, the, it was a brand new wine last year, but we didn't get a chance to even do our thing almost. I don't, did we do our thing last year? We did, sure but, we it, did. But, but nobody was paying attention because everybody was so concerned about what, has, what was happening in our community because of COVID. So, so there was a brand of wine that came out last year that just had a few hundred cases, but now that's more ubiquitous, more available everywhere. And that is, it's called uh, Amuka Kal from Orhaganus. Amuka Kal from Orhaganus. How would you describe it? Sweet, dry, what is it? No, it's, it's, it's pretty dry, just off dry. But the key to this thing is it's a really, um, you know, serious wine that somehow they have their own proprietary way of reducing the alcohol, and it's like something like between seven and nine percent. Mm. But it's still delicious. So right. Muka Kalf Morganus is one of those lighter wines that, if you want a good red wine that's just off dry but you know light and easy to drink, especially for that first coast, although. This year we are going to have a full, you know, list in years past when it doesn't come out on a Saturday night. You don't really have, you're pretty much on an empty stomach. Right. But this year we're not going to be on an empty stomach. Right. Uh, so, you know, it's a little less problematic. But still, you don't want to start that first coast with, you know, a, a blockbuster heavy heavy <laughs> wine. So this is a great idea. J- Jay showing his age <laughs> with, yeah, with, really. with these warnings. <laughs> Jay Booksbaum's with us, everybody. All right. Um, let's go to the two most, uh, often asked questions. It's really one of the reasons that we bring you on Erev Pesach. 
The first is people don't realize, especially like you just said, you know, when people are suffering, unfortunately, from the heavy wines that they may have had uh, for the first and or second cup, uh, people don't realize that a lot of that has to do with uh, alcohol content. Um, and, and we should point out that you have multiple lines of, you know, relatively inexpensive wines that have a very low alcohol content. And when you're going to the three and a half, four percent alcohol range, you're talking about a much easier wine experience. So I guess that's point number one, Jay. People need to realize, even the people who love great wine, if it hurts them physically, there, there are options here. Yep. We, we First of all, you know, it's interesting that I mean, we do this every year, and every year people ask the same question. As yeah. a matter of fact, yesterday I just brought my Rav, Rav Tights, two bottles of non-Mavushal 1.5 liter one was called Concord Cal, right. okay, right. and the other was called Matu Cal. Right. Those are two great and what's ones. Interesting, yeah, and what's interesting about that, and I, I actually had forgotten or never knew, I actually called Missy Herzog, Michael Herzog, the winemaker, and asked him because Rabbi Tights was and and my my cousins whatever are concerned about even the addition of sugar uh, to the wines, right. and so both of those wines have no sugar added, and they're at three and a half percent alcohol. So you have the all the all the hidors. You know, you have red wine, you have non mavushal you have no sugar or water added. It's it's just you know those are those are like perfect wines for those people who really want their wines light uh, and want to do a little bit more than grape juice. The second thing, of course, is there are people, diabetes patients, etc., who are very very careful with what they drink for obvious reasons. And when it comes to this time of year, they look to you for suggestions. What would you say? And again, obviously you're encouraging people to speak to their doctor, but what could you tell them that Kedem has or provides that might help their experience at the Seder? So there's two things. First of all, there's always the grape juice light, right. which has much less sugar. Uh, and also this Matuk, I'm sorry, this Amuka Kal. This Amuka Kal, and a lot of doctors, again, I'm not speaking as a doctor. I'm just speaking about what I've heard, okay? So, you know, you've got to check with your own doctor. But many doctors feel that when, the you know, the alcohol is less problematic than the sugar, even though alcohol is only a conversion of sugar, but it's less problematic than sugar. And so this is almost completely dry, meaning there's no sugar in it, but there is it's between 7 and 9% alcohol in the Samuka Kao. And that might be an alternative that that uh, would be suggested if you you know uh, for those people who are watching their sugars. One of the things we admire about Kedem is that they make sure to remind everybody that does suffer from different medical conditions that they do have um, uh, you know, wines they can recommend that would make uh, your seder experience easier. So take advantage, everybody. It's available. Take advantage. Finally, oh, by the way, Jay, <laughs> I don't know if you looked at the NSN app, but we've got listeners on the app who are commenting on your smile because <laughs> anybody anybody who opens the NSN app right now, it's a big picture of you with your big smile. So you're, you're, you're making an impact in multiple ways, Mr. Booksmouth. <laughs> Finally, Jay, you know the question. We ask you this every single year. It's the way we end all of our pre-Pesach conversations. Everybody wants to be like Jay Booksmouth. With that in mind, what will Jay Booksbaum be drinking Saturday night at the Seder? Give me one or two wines that will definitely make it into your top four for the four cups at the Seder. 
And, you know, you ask me this every year, and every year I get into trouble because <laughs> I do mention one or two, and they, and they always, like, some, some or many or all of my suppliers, you know, wineries will call, how come it wasn't my wine that they you want, mentioned? They want to be on this list. Trust me, they want to be on this list. <laughs> so, first of all, let me give you an overview, please, yeah. if you get a moment. Sure. And that is, is that I always start the first, you, always, Blinator, I will start the first cup with something lighter. A rosé, and there are right. bunches of them from Provence and from Israel and uh, all over the all over the world. More than ever, there's more rosés than ever this year. Or a Pinot Noir, and I'll give you a specific wine there. There's a wonderful new uh, Reserve Pinot Noir from the Herzog family of wines. It's Herzog Reserve Pinot Noir, and this way, my suppliers can't give me too much of a hard time because at least it's, you know a family wine. Right. So Good point. That's probably the first wine. Uh, that I, I have one here. I'm probably going to use that. I'm not sure because it's always a game time decision. And then for the second coast, did you want me to like briefly give the, the listeners an idea of what we're going to do throughout the Seder? Yes, because people are writing this down. They're going to go to their wine store. I want to be like Jay Bookspam, they're going to be saying. <laughs> so, so you know, rosés or Pinot Noirs or lighter wines for your first coast. The second coast should be something heavier. And yes, it should be something heavier. Why? Because you're going into the meal. Right. So you can skip off that, you know, rove coast and then have the rest of it through the meal and even refill it when you're having that heavy, you know, adanta flesh or, you know, some people only boil right. their meat, but, you know, but others not roast it because you can't roast it, but right. cook it. Right. So those richer, uh, more flavorful foods deserve a heavier, richer wine. And then for the third coast, I would go back to, and again, ask your local rabbi, uh, often I go to a white wine, uh, maybe put in a little bit of red wine in it because right. it's the most pleasurable. And according to my rub, it's, that's what's most pleasurable. In fact, there's one opinion that you only should drink white wines, but again, speak to your local rabbi. Right. Uh, uh, you know, so I would often go to a white wine, uh, Russian River Chardonnay, or a really delicious uh, um, Castel C, or from Israel, or Matar, or uh, so many, Carmel's, Arkans, you can name it, there's just tons of them. And then finally, this year I'm going to do something, I hope, if I have it here, and I believe I do, I'm going to do something really, really sweet for the Fourth Coast. Mm. Uh, and probably will be a sauterne from France. And that's because well, it's kind of like the end, you know, right? It's after the Afikoman. You can't have any dessert. So this is my way of saying, oh, really? I can't have any dessert? Well, here goes. <laughs> here goes. I'm having dessert wine, you know, and, and there you go. And also, it's a it's kind of a, a zaser to have a sweet year. Uh, you know, this is the beginning of a, of a new chapter in our lives. Pesach is always the beginning of a new chapter. I always like to quote Rabbi Weinberger, Zechariah um, Levracha, who used to say, after you put away all the chametz and after you clean up the whole house and you put away everything, what are you taking with you? Ooh, and so, nice. you know, uh, let's take something sweet with us this year. I, yeah, I like that suggestion. Fourth cup of sweet wine. I may go in that direction. I may. I, <laughs> You're going to go in that direction from cup number one if I know you. Well, that's possible, but I. But with the fourth cup, maybe I'll do the old Bartonura Blue. Who knows? Well, there you go. Nothing wrong with that. How many is Starum in Orlando? What do they do down there? One, two, three. Oh, yeah. They go two, with. They go. Well, with the, they go with the. We're going to do three almost. They, they, I guess. they go with the traditional two down there in Orlando. <laughs> yes, yes. 
and I don't I don't think there's a Spartac, but uh, probably yeah, there's a Spartac. Compl- there's a, uh, you know there's always a, a Spartac group everywhere, so I guess there's a Spartac group here too, and maybe an Israeli group here too. But uh, yeah, it's a two. It's a two. They're going with the two, yet. Jay. They're going with the two. Exactly. <laughs> Jay Bookspam, who of course made sure to tell us how much he loves Pesach at home one year ago. All Do you with, any questions? All, I'm all, just curious. All, are we doing what, any of that? Say it again. Are we doing any questions? No, I asked all my questions. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't you don't know our new format? You didn't listen on Tuesday when you're when when the great Rabbi Schoenfeld was on? I was so slammed trying to get that kosher for Pesach food to we are we are so inundated with questions on your show meaning today's segment and Tuesday we're so inundated that basically I cull through all the emails and the app comments and I and I do all the questions it's our I mean it's 2021 you know the the phone calls are passe if you know what I mean (laughs) yeah you know what I noticed nobody has any home phone phone call phone numbers anymore yeah well you notice yeah, but yeah, I think I think most people noticed that a couple of years ago. But yeah, <laughs> I'm a little behind the time. So Jay claims he loves Pesach at home, but he'll be luxuriating in that pool down in Orlando later today. In the bathtub pool, you know. I'm just trying to encourage people it's to call you Pesach people. <laughs> yeah, the perfect Pesach. But, you know, it's certainly a lot more fun than than you know running around in a hotel. Yeah, and, you know, that's true. With your own family. That's true. I've seen Jay run around on Pesach in hotels, and it's not an easy job, I can tell you that much. From the Grapevine, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem, with, of course, wishes to everybody at Kedem Royal Wine, a Chag Kosher V'Sameach. He's the one, the only, Jay. Book spam. Good yontif, everybody. Jay, we're going to take your recommendations and not only drink the wine you're recommending, but we're going to take your recommendation to have a wonderful holiday. Thank you so much, and enjoy. Take care. Jay Bookspam, everybody. He's amazing. <laughs> and I do thank everybody uh, because uh, over the last couple of days, uh, a lot of listeners reminded us about the – but it, 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 I'm telling you, if you boil it – aside from recommendations because people like to hear Jay's recommendations, you boil it down, it comes to the sugar and the alcohol. Those are the basic uh, questions after 30 years uh, that were always asked regarding um, – how to enjoy the Seder experience if you're in extenuating circumstances.